Hello and welcome back to the Loyal Sun Show. That's at the Loyal Suns on all the social medias. Follow us there and follow us here for pit sports content you won't want to miss. If you love the holidays and hate that some of your holidays are being taken up by following the transfer portal, this is the place for you. The Loyal Sun Show, a safe, sunshiny place for your pit athletics fix, brought to you by Section 5. Fellas, we're recording this December 18th. We're a week out from Christmas Day. We got the first real heavy snow we've got in Pittsburgh this winter. And Pitt's landing some guys in the transfer portal. But we're in the Christmas spirit. Uh, later on in the episode, we're going to go through some of our wish lists, what we want Santa to bring us this year uh, and this next year and beyond for Pitt sports. But how are we feeling? How How's the spirit? How's shopping coming along? Are we... Shit. Ready, ready to go? Have you have you done any shopping, David? Yes, my family and fiance listen to this show. Yes, yes, I have. I've done all of my shopping. Yeah, I got a little more to pick up, but did a little shopping for myself because I'm hating the cold. Got a remote starter. Very nice. Very it's worth it for not shivering for a few minutes. Good yeah. for the morale of winter yeah i have a garage now but pre-garage dylan uh the the remote starter is probably the best investment you can make for your own mental health and well-being throughout the winter months tori's nice enough uh she usually like beats me to rising in the morning and she'll usually run out and start both of her cars. Uh, it's a debt for which I will never be able to repay her. Um, but I'll, I'll figure something out. All She's right. my remote start. There we go. David's address is... Get her a Guillermo or Jorge Diaz Graham jersey for Christmas. I'd balance it off. I think she'd be very appreciative of that. Oh, for sure. She actually looks like them, too, so it's perfect. I'm sure uh, she'll love hearing that after you just complimented her. So, I meant in that yet. she's seven feet tall. Right. Anyway. All right. That's enough about our personal lives for the rest of forever. Okay. That's that's good with me. Um, cool. Well, transfer portal is in full swing. Pitt is landing some guys. Um I don't mean that in like the term guy, like the football guy term of like, oh, he's a guy. He's a dude. Uh, They're landing bodies, able-bodied athletes who will play football for the football team next year. Um, Just going to do a quick rundown through the list and we can we can touch on these guys um, depending on, you know, how much time we want to spend on each. Uh, We've got Tamon Lynham, uh, Nebraska cornerback transfer. Uh, long snapper Nilay. I'm I'm Upa just gonna, I'm gonna punt on the last name. We will learn that. We're uh, gonna go we, with uh, Upa Diayula. Uh, Byron Floyd, 2.0. Uh, Sincere Lee from Western Carolina. Desmond Reed, running back, Western Carolina. Defensive end Nate Matlack from Kansas State, and defensive tackle Nick James from Indiana. Those are the guys who have announced and are confirmed as transfers for the upcoming season. 
Um, by the time this episode comes out, or by the time you listen, there may be a few more that have made it official, but those are the guys that we know as of today. Uh, so, so maybe call. not. Yeah. So, you know, maybe not willing to say that they are guys or dudes, but I think we got some boys. Like we got boys. Um, I'll, I'll be the first to say it because I know all three of us are thinking it. I don't think we're going to replenish our skilled position guys effectively um, with a bunch of FCS dudes. I believe that they will be complementary pieces. However, um, I'm I'm certain that there are Pitt fans out there that are fretting the fact that we added two guys from a SoCon school. Um, let me be the first to say, chill out. Depth is good. They were in offenses that scored a lot of points, and none of the guys on our team currently have ever been on an offense that scored a lot of points. But be easy. I think that's a good place to start. Let's just start with the two Western Carolina transfers. I think as soon as they entered the portal and as soon as Cade Bell became officially became Pitt's OC, and even maybe before he officially signed on, um, these were two names that were in the portal. And it was like, wow, if we get Cade Bell, these are the two guys that would be worth stealing from that SoCon program. Um, initial look at both of these guys. Sincerely, he's a receiver listed at 5'11", 170. 46 catches, 792 yards, and eight touchdowns last year in the high-powered Catamounts offense. Um, and then Desmond Reed, the running back, 131 carries, 897 yards, and 13 touchdowns rushing. Also had 21 catches and 283 yards receiving. Um, that's a 1,180 yards from scrimmage. And he only played in eight games, uh, which I think is valuable when yeah. I'm reading that stat line. Um, stands at 5'8", 170. So the immediate comparison that I made in my head seeing seeing those measurables stop did we just land vincent davis 2.0 enough i need i need noah in um the uh the introductory press conference for kate bell to ask him if des reed is a goal line back his answer to that will either um put me in a coma or earn him a lot of goodwill with me and a lot of Panther nation uh, going forward. Well, we liked Vincent Davis. We just would have liked him a lot more, you know, if he was used in a way that was conducive to his size and or skill set. I'm okay with it because it seems like he's a really good receiving back. And after watching a handful of highlights from Western Carolina games, it seems like, you need a good receiving back in this offense. All the play action, things out of the backfield. So our running back room, kind of bare behind Rodney Hammond. And Rodney Hammond hasn't really been used in that situation. So I think I'm okay with both of these. The other comparison I had, you had the Vinny Davis one. I'm going with DJ Turner. I think sincerely it might be a DJ Turner, a guy who doesn't, Wow, you physically, but just as a knack for playing football really well. Yeah, and a great name. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at both these guys, they're both 
productive. They're both going to be familiar with the system that Cade Bell wants to run. Um, and like you said, David, like th- there's some depth that needs to be added to this offense. Um, they're, it's an offense that wasn't very good last year, and they're losing some pieces that maybe were bright spots. Um, they're going to have to replace the production of Bub Means. They're going to have to replace some of the production of Sebo Flemister, although I don't know how tough that'll be. I mean, it might just be more of a give the ball to Rodney Hammond more like you should have this year. But um, mm. either way you put it, I, I, I'm not upset. Like, I'm not one of those guys like, oh, they're wasting scholarships on FCS guys. Um, just not ready to pencil these guys in as day one starters. No, and they're probably depth guys. I mean, TJ Harvison hit the hit the portal, and I think Desmond Reed very much fits the role that he was recruited to fill, which would be a primary receiving and, and gadget running back. I, I love having guys who are familiar with the system now in our system because they can radiate that knowledge. That that can be, you know, I'm, I'm sure they'll contribute on the field in some capacity, you know, whether it's as actual, you know, usable pieces or if we ever get up on a team, they can they can come in and do their thing. But the most valuable thing that they can do is is help get this program comfortable with the bell system. But that's probably enough on on the two lowest ranked recruits we've we've picked up thus far. Yeah, so that's the offensive side of the ball that we got taken care of. I'm sure we're both hoping for at least one more. I want to say like impact players and a guy who we're going to count on to play a little bit. If you look at the previous teams, there always seems to be a guy, whether it's uh, Reynolds from last year or Mountfield, Bob Means from the year before, guys coming up, guys coming across from different P5 schools looking for opportunities. We need a guy like that. We need a guy that's proven it at this level. A really productive accurate guy or just someone who plays on this level. So the trail's been a little bit quiet after we got that big wave last weekend. So hopefully we can secure a couple soon for Christmas. Uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Flipping over the defensive side of the ball. I think the names we've got here, Timon Lionham, Nate Matlack, Nick James. Uh, I think of the, of all the transfers we've landed, probably the most promising just on paper for me is Nate Matlack from Kansas State. Uh, defensive end stands 6'5", 250. He's a big boy. Uh, Charlie Partridge recruited him, so that's a that's a one in the wing column right away. Uh, four sacks last year. Uh, back in 2021, he, he got some votes for Big 12 Defensive Freshman of the Year. Um, didn't win the award, but was at least mentioned there. So, He's a guy who has seemed to at least have a little bit of production at the Power 5 level, and now he gets to come in and be in the defensive line room that Charlie Partridge built. So uh, that that gives me some excitement there. Yeah, we could say this about both sides of the ball. They aren't the most exciting guys to bring in, but they're guys of positions that we need people. We lost a couple DNs. The D tackles are all gone. And no running backs. You always need receivers. So, so far, they've at least addressed that. And from here on out, um, try to get better guys. There's still a million guys out in the portal. 
obviously like you said Nate Matlock seems like a guy that I guess would probably fight for a starting job depending on how that all shakes out we don't know if anybody will be able to step up outside of Dayon on the the end spots so it'd be cool to see that happen yeah, I, I really like those two additions. You have a, a proven, productive guy in Matt Lack who's played for a really great defense uh, year after year in Kansas State. Nick James was, a I don't know if we called him a three-star earlier. I corrected the Google Doc. He was actually a four-star, according to Rivals. God knows what uh, Tom Allen said to get him to Bloomington, but he's ours now. So uh, this felt like a really big did you forget who I am weekend from uh, Charlie Partridge um, going out and getting a couple pretty solid portal guys. And, and, you know, I, I don't think we are done by any stretch as far as replacing our losses on that defense, but it's God, it's just good to be on the board with some guys that I can talk myself into being good. I told myself I was done getting excited about, unproven transfers i'm starting to get there yeah um nick james four star on rivals but uh composite three star i mean it's just one of the you can cherry pick whatever system you want far from a consensus four star but yeah we'll go with that he was a four star i'm gonna Uh, go ahead and cherry pick for the benefit of Pitt. i think that's the entire uh point of this show that we do Fair enough. One star for each tackle he had last year. Yep. And one sack. So, look, Pitt fans, nothing over, over exciting. Uh, we can talk ourselves into these guys all we want, but guys are going out. Got to bring some guys in. Fact of the matter is, Pitt went three and nine last year. You probably weren't going to go and steal any of the top guys in the portal. Uh, but they're adding depth pieces. Hopefully the coaches go back. Uh, this this staff, I mean, last year was miserable, but like this staff does have a good track record of finding those diamonds in the rough. Uh, they've gone and found some guys. You know, I think of like a Kylan Johnson from Florida, Lucas Kroll at Florida, um, Tyler Wiltz. Like they've been able to go and find these diamond and the rough guys in the portal who are able to come in and contribute for them the next year. So, um, yeah, we we don't know how it'll play out with these guys, but got got to trust that they're they're landing the guys that they want. Um, be, before we move past this portal stuff, and and we're gonna get into our complete wish list, but. Any any positions that you guys are looking at, and it's like, wow, I would feel a lot better if we landed a guy there. And we can obligatory get quarterback out of the way. Uh, I think we'd all like to see another quarterback come in and compete in that room. Yeah, so I actually have someone specific in mind. Um, that defensive line needs some real rebuilding. It was the worst Charlie Partridge uh, group since he came here and that's even before you know the portal started to ha- happen and we lost Oak and Lola we lost Jules who uh, just signed on with South Carolina uh, there's a Clemson defensive end that has visited and I think we have a real shot at his name is uh, David Ojigba he was a former uh, super highly rated recruit and I think he has like 
three years eligibility left. He he's just one of those guys that like didn't get on the field his first one two years and then dipped. And uh, I think he's eyeing up Pitt and anything we can take on that defensive line. That's how Pitt wins football games: defensive line play. I would just like a splash player anywhere. Receiver would be cool. I think we could use some help there. There's a lot of unproven guys there, but uh, the more weapons, the better. My answer will be cornerback, though. I would like to see somebody that played a considerable amount of football to be on this roster. I mean, it'd be great if we bring in another transfer who contributed somewhere else and he ends up not starting here because the young guys behind Woods, Devonshire, uh, Williams are all ready. But I think we saw last year with the safeties that that's asking for a lot. You can't just lose two NFL guys and keep the ball rolling at the same level. So corner could use some help. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. Hopefully we see a few more of those come in. Uh, put them on our wish list. Ask Santa, ask Chris Bickle to come through for <laughs> us. But uh, yeah, that's the transfer portal. And we're going to take a quick break, but then we're going to talk about what our Christmas wish list is for Pitt Athletics in 2024. It's not much of a secret that I have a home field apparel problem. Even before we started this show, I couldn't even step foot on a new college campus without making sure there was something from that school's home field collection waiting on my porch when I got home. So we are, understandably, over the moon to partner with Homefield this season to keep Pitt fans comfy, cozy, and stylish at a fraction of the price by using promo code LOYALSONS for 15% off your next order. This discount applies site-wide and with unique vintage collections for every school from Pitt to Bama, Jackson State to Colgate, Michigan, Marshall, Marquette, and both Miamis. There's something for every fan. So whether you're buying for a Pitt fan or for a loser freak, use promo code LOYALSONS at homefieldapparel.com to save big on your next order. Each code applies once per email address, so get those work emails and burners ready. That's homefieldapparel.com. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, we are recording this on December 18th, just a week out from Christmas. Uh, So we've got a wish list. It's pretty last minute. So Santa, if you hear this, sorry, but uh, you know, these don't all have to be given right on Christmas day, but these are our wishes. This is what we want to see in the next year or so. All things pit athletics. And, you know, if we had a a magic snow globe that we could shake and ha- have everything come true, uh, this, is, this is a fairly ex- exhaustive list, extensive list. Yeah. I don't know if we've been naughty or nice this year. It's up for the big man to decide. But I hope we've done more good than bad, despite what the year has been for this podcast. But we got I mean, a lot we were, of we were at Akershire Stadium watching a two and eight pit team on a Thursday night. Like I I, I think we've built up some goodwill. Yeah. If Great if point. if Santa Claus like takes suffering and commitment into his equation, um, which I like to think he does, 
we've certainly earned ourselves enough points to make up for all the swearing and threats that we've muttered under our breath. The swearing was screamed. The threats were under the breath for just for the record. Sure. So we have some easy gets, we believe. I think Santa can come through for a lot of these, but we also have some big luxury items. Like when I yeah. Like a ten year old asks for like a PS five and like a all kinds of crazy there, things. When, yeah. when I was seven, I would always ask Santa for the ability to fly every single year just in case. It never hurts to ask. That's what we're doing. We're gonna ask. Yeah. So we're gonna start with something light. Something easy for Santa to come through on. We'll start with, oh, maybe this isn't the easiest, but I hope it is. We're going with a March Madness appearance. I think this is one that's, you're asking for it, you'd love it, you'd you'd cherish it, but it shouldn't be too hard to come through on. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. Um, it it It's a basic ask. It might be a difficult one. I would add just like a little asterisk under that line on the list saying like for the basketball team to bring me any modicum of sports related joy because I haven't felt any in like a year since the last time they played in March Madness. Would you be happy if they don't make March Madness? I feel like that would make me sad though. So I think that'd be like the baseline or the threshold we need to cross. No, I, I like you're right. You're right. I'd I'd really prefer a March Madness, you know, birth. But I think at this point, if they make it fun for me, like that, that would be a win. We're we're in the basement right now. Pitts three and nine. The Steelers are doing what they're doing. All my fantasy teams are out. Like, I'll take anything. Yeah, I need a March Madness. Plain and simple. Okay. I, I need Pitt in March Madness. Last year was so fun to finally experience Pitt back in the dance as an adult. And I really don't want to miss out on that anytime soon, ever again. So I need Pitt back in the dance. And, and this next wish we have on the list here may play a big part in that first wish coming true. Uh, need a jump shot for Will Jeffress. Would love a jump shot for Will Jeffress. And this doesn't, I don't, I'm not asking for 40% from three. I'm not asking for him to turn into Ray Allen overnight. I would love to see him hit at like a 32, 33% clip from three. So teams have to respect it because all other facets of his game, at least, okay, defense and rebounding have been good enough to where if he can just be a serviceable jump shooter, I think. I'll feel good about where Pitt is rotationally. He adds another piece. He's another guy who can not only eat up minutes, but give really good minutes, not have to have the ball in his hands a lot. Look, Blake Hinson is playing outside of his mind right now. I think he's shooting like 47% from three. So we just need another guy out there to pick up some of the slack. And Will Jeffress would be a great candidate. Yeah, just a guy who other teams are forced to guard and respect. So we're also suggesting gifts for other people, not just for us. Like it can benefit us, but 
we're we're also adding like other people's wishes to our wish list. On behalf of Pittsburgh Panthers Athletics, we are okay. asking for these things. Okay, then I got one for you. Um, I'm wishing for Santa to have Blake Henson gift Pat Narduzzi uh, media and interview lessons mm. uh, so that next year we don't have the same thing where Narduzzi is just getting frustrated with the media and not articulating himself properly and then it becomes a national story like every couple weeks. Um, there's no one better on a mic than Blake Henson. Uh, his media training is just through the roof or he's just naturally the most fun and likable guy of all time, but yeah, he can teach. That's probably it. He can, he can teach Narduzzi how to be like jovial and have a good time and build relationships instead of like make the media afraid of you and not say like offensive things. So, so is literally the gift that keeps on giving. He really is. Mm hmm. Yeah, we'll get dues like a session a week, maybe two sessions a week. We're getting the biggest package they have to offer. We'll stick on the football side. I got another one jotted down. I would, I'm still in like the middle lower tier, so I would hope Santa can accomplish this for us. An answer for the future of the quarterback room. I don't know. Who is going to be on the roster comes spring ball or after spring ball or however it all shakes out but for the season? I don't want every three weeks to be a quarterback battle. Yeah, and I think what you're asking here is you're not asking for uh, like four thousand passing yards. From yeah, we're not out. asking for an all American. We're asking for a guy. It's like okay, he is Pitt's quarterback, and he will be for like this year and next year as well. And not by default. I'm not saying well. Everyone else sucks, and he sucks at least. I'd like a guy who's good enough to create separation and be the quarterback. I mean, we're sitting at two years, basically, now of week-to-week -week wondering, is the guy playing quarterback the correct player? Well, yeah, and pick whoever that is, too. Whoever is his favorite. Whoever is the goodest boy in the quarterback room. Yeah, and what we aren't asking Santa Claus to do is drop a quarter million dollars on some dinosaur in the portal who sucked at his last stop. That is not that is not what we are asking Santa for. It's actually quite the opposite. We need to be as clear as possible in our language for this particular wish that we are not asking for like an injury prone twenty three year old in a clear career decline. All right, we get the picture. Okay. I wasn't picking on anybody in particular. I'm picking on anybody's in particular. So, for the record. Oh, my turn. Um, th this is one Santa can handle in short order. Uh, dearest Santa Claus... For Christmas this year, I wish for our 2024 recruiting class to not completely fall apart in the next two weeks. They've done, I think, relative to the season they had, an admirable job 
keeping some of these guys on this roster. And I'm worried we lost Yassine Willis, who he's a four-star running back, but at the end of the day, he's a running back, and they are the most dime-a-dozen position outside of, like, various special teams players. Uh, But, like, we're starting to hear about other guys potentially going on OVs elsewhere and potentially flipping. And I Deuce did, did a pretty good job with this class and I need him to hold it together because it would indicate that recruits viewed this season as a fluke and that, you know, we, we still have a good foundation to our program and some talent incoming. Yep. I, I agree. I also, I've never felt less interested in recruiting than I do now. And I think the portal and the not at all. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, I used to love following recruiting and figuring out which 16 year olds, 17 year olds were coming to pit. And now it's like, all right, when they're on campus, I'll decide if they're any good. Um, this is one, this will actually be two wishes fulfilled with one. Um, so we'd love to have Cade Bell on the pod. Um, but with him being on the pod, that, that's the first part of the wish. We want him to tell us to our face that he knows Gavin Bartholomew is a talented football player and he fully intends on planning to use him in the offense and give him, I don't know, like 100 targets. That'd be cool. That'd be my favorite one so far. I think he would just have to do some like slight convincing, but also... Santa might say, you know what, Cade Bell, he's a smart guy. He knows football. I don't need to do anything for that to happen. Cade Bell will just waltz right in, watch one lifting session or practice, and be like, huh, let's give it to that guy a lot. So however it happens, just make sure yeah, it, it, would, it would be cool to have him on the show, too. Um, oh, that part, yeah. Yeah, Coach Bell, answer our DMs. Yeah. Santa, leave him a message. All right. Do we want to kind of rapid fire through the, the, the ones we have left on the list and anything else that might come to come to mind? I had one more football related. Yeah, let's go for it. Get us a new Sweet Caroline song. Replace it. Go up with something cool. I don't know how Santa would be able to do that. Maybe convince somebody to pull the plug on it. There were too many times standing in Akershire in the rain, the cold, <laughs> or in like a 30-point loss when that came on. I've had enough. Yeah, nothing like being down multiple scores and you hear that instrumental play in and it's like, no, nobody touch me. Do not beckon me to stand and start singing. This isn't. This is not happening. We haven't established in a while that we're an anti-Sweet Caroline podcast, and I've been basically trying to get us to devote an entire summertime episode to it for the last three off-seasons. And maybe, Santa, that's my wish. Let make Dylan and Squid want to do an entire episode on which song should replace Sweet Caroline. And that would make me so happy. That's my wish. Yeah, we won't have a heroic Sun Bowl victory to burn like a month of episodes this year so uh, yes you, you may be getting your wish nice. um 
Anything else on here? Oh, someone. This wasn't mine. I'd like to leave this to someone else, but someone, some prominent Pitt alumni, coughing up some money. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that one was me. I'd I'd love for David Tepper to announce a massive donation to Pitt Athletics. But I'd also like a caveat of that massive donation to be, but I will not touch the program at all. Um, we see what he's doing in Carolina. He is a massive control freak. Um, but I'd still love his money. Control freak. Yeah, like bad. Like no coach in their right mind would want to play for a team he owns. But like I would love some of his billions of dollars for the program. He's a pick grad. We could use that money to fund another wish. Uh, Malik Thomas, top target for Pitt basketball. Ooh. Get him in the Panther uniform. Sign on the dotted line. Yeah, I think Malik being a Whippeal kid and being like not only a Whippeal kid, but probably the most highly rated prospect from Western PA ever. I mean, since recruiting rankings started. Uh, getting him to pit is a lofty, lofty task. Um, but the city would be absolutely buzzing if him and Brandon Cummings just parlayed their high school state championship careers into Saturdays at the Peterson Event Center. Um, I know Malik's visiting like Alabama, Auburn, Kentucky this upcoming spring. So it's going to be quite the uphill battle, but. That is a wish that would make a lot of people very happy. Speaking of uh, lofty and expensive gifts that David Tepper could provide for us. Santa. Uh, Santa. Santa Claus could provide for us. New football stadium. How about it? I just keep checking the boxes of Pitt fan wishes. Sweet Caroline gone. New football stadium. What what else would be on that list? Tarp the upper decks if we don't get the new football stadium. <laughs> Tarp. Come on, Tepper. The agreement with Heinz Fields coming up in 2030. I can't think just, of a second reason. Uh, how about just the national title in any sport? A, a Final Four win for the volleyball team. Back-to-back-to-back heartbreakers in the Final Four. Haven't been able to get over that hump, but God, they're so close. I mean, they're close. Soccer teams are up there. Seem to be doing some good things. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll take anybody except the hurling team. I think they won one recently. Nobody even knew, so we'll we'll set the bar above the hurling team. All right, we we aren't gonna sit here and talk shit about the Gaelic games. Is that a is that Irish sport? Hurling, yeah. Oh, I I couldn't tell you what hurling looks like, what they use. Is there a ball involved? It's the one that Whalen played. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. um it, the ball is like this little leather ball that you have to catch barehanded, and it's called a and the Irish listening to this are gonna crucify me for this. I think a a slaughter. I don't know. It's Love spelled it. in Gaelic, so it's like impossible to pronounce. But um, watch hurling sometime and tell me it's not the most intense sport you've ever seen. 
you have to be a psychopath to play it. Yeah, I agree, sure. but for different reasons. I'll be I'll be sure to pull up the curling highlights. No, if uh, I'll I'll give it a look. Uh, listen, listen, Pitt's going to be playing in Ireland in 2027. You guys need to brush up on your Irish culture. Isn't it just beer and occasional like rugby? They have their own form. Yeah, they have their own form of football. And Pitt's going to be playing at Croke Park, which is the spiritual home of Irish hurling and Irish rules football. So you guys have a lot to learn and only four years to learn it. All right, I'm in. Okay. We'll go over a little history lesson. Uh, We can prep that episode three and a half years in advance. Yeah. Get ready for some anti-British sentiment. Perfect. (laughs) um awesome are we doing final thoughts here or are we do we we get everything off our chest are we are we still recording or is this an off-air discussion i I was gonna try to play it through but we can uh we can cut here oh no, no 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 keep it keep it rolling i love yeah um I, I had some anti-Colorado uh, and anti-realignment things. If I, I don't know if you guys had anything. Oh, that's like we've never talked about either of those. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I think we uh, spare everyone and let everyone get to Christmas without. That there's a new year. We're we're approaching 2024. It's a whole other year that reporters can tweet twice a week that they've heard that UNC Clemson mm-hmm. and Florida State are leaving the ACC by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I I do think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about the volleyball season just really quickly cuz that was that was Pitt's best athletic effort of however long it's been since we did something else cool since the volleyball team the year before that and the year before that. Yeah, but this year they had that sweet reverse sweep on Louisville, and that feels like it puts it like a this team a little bit above ACC champs. ACC champs. Olivia Babcock is like unreal. I think maybe, I mean, she's a freshman. She's going to be like the best player in the country. Yeah, if not next year, like the year out, like very well, maybe the best volleyball player in the country. Very yeah, sad. it's kind of unfortunate because I think a lot of Pitt fans were like, well. We pretty much returned the same exact team as next year, or we returned the same team next year as we have this year, basically. And then you realize that Nebraska also does not have a graduating senior on their roster, so we might have a little bit of a rivalry with them. We hate a lot of Big Ten schools. I don't really think we hate Nebraska for any reason up to this point, but I'm starting to. Hate no better time to start. Yeah. Hey, we. I had a bit of a rivalry with Louisville last year. They knocked us out last year in the tournament, and mm-hmm. this year we took them down. And who's to say the same thing won't happen against Nebraska next year? Yeah, and we were way more set back by injuries than they were this year. I know there were a, a couple girls who weren't able to play in the tournament that Coach Fish sure as hell would have liked to. Uh, so, you know, I'm I'm all in on running it back next year. I think Cat might be like the only senior. Yeah, you'd have to do the research on that. Not gonna lie. And I also, think they they could return like 
almost everybody. Also, across all sports, I've given up on any eligibility. Yes. How many years they mm-hmm. have left. Uh, I think 2025 is the last year we'll have to deal with that. At least for football. I'll, I was going to say, we could ask Santa to delete the COVID year. I would like that. I would like that. I've had enough of uh, 26-year-olds playing college football. Save the ACC, Santa. That too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we might have to face Tyler Shaw in the ACC championship next year, and he's our age. He'll get a job, kid. <laughs> All right. I think that's a good place to leave it. Uh, fellas, well, I'll see you guys, but we won't see each other in this capacity before Christmas. So you both enjoy your holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone out there listening. Uh, as always, hail loyal sons of Pittsburgh and Merry Christmas, loyal sons. Throw throw a few extra wishes on the wish list. Hopefully you can help us out. Santa, we need you. It's been a rough year, but we've been good boys. We promise. Please win, Santa.